Sunday poor, back on Thursday night, uh, season finale, I believe, of uh, Amazon Prime Thursday Night Football. Last show of 2023 for uh, Sunday poor. And uh, I got to say, watching this finale of, uh, you know, Al Michaels and uh, Thursday Night Football on Prime, I got to say, Flacco is like cucking Aaron Rodgers right in his face. <laughs> he, it, Joe Flacco right now is living the life that Aaron Rodgers imagined coming into the season. He's the savior on yeah. a bad football team, right? Took over. Good defense. Going to the playoffs. Yep, good defense. They're heading to the playoffs. Shitty coach. They look, yeah. <laughs> and they, they look like a force right now. This is what this is what Aaron Rodgers envisioned, and Flacco's living it. Yeah, right amazing. Right in Rodgers' face. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Flacco doubles up on uh, on Super Bowls this year, doubles up Aaron Rodgers in Super Bowls this year, takes the Browns all the way. He's really, uh, he, really going to live the dream. <laughs> yeah, well, Aaron Rodgers' dream usually ends like DPW <laughs> championship anyway. Sunday. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. And with the Browns playing this well, I mean – it's on the table right now. We could have Cleveland going into Baltimore round two. Flacco going back to Baltimore, mm-hmm. play Lamar, and there will never be more pressure on Lamar to win that game. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure that the Ravens could, could stack up in that game. The Ravens oh, have a way of – I mean, the Ravens have a way of coming up small in a big spot, and that's as big a spot as it gets. As it gets. But the Browns have a history of just never winning. That's, that's right. That's very true. That's <laughs> that's true. But Lamar in particular doesn't come up in a big spot. I know, and he'd be playing the guy who got the Ravens, well, 50% of their Super Bowls, I guess, mm-hmm. and a guy who was awesome in a big game. Mm-hmm. And Lamar has not been awesome in a big game. That would be, I mean, that's like a Saturday night prime time yeah. game. It has to be. Yeah. That'd be huge. And it's, we're getting, I mean, could happen. We're getting close. Yeah. Dreaming about the playoffs, man. Yep. It is. It's almost New Year's. We're dreaming about playoff matchups. I love it. <clears throat> yeah. Two weeks left in the season. Uh, then we have like the buffer week 18, which will ease us. Into January, ease us into Wild Card Weekend. This is like the it's, perfect. Uh, it's like mm. the perfect Thursday night game. One, it's on Fox because this is Jets. Oh, I didn't even know that. Fantastic! Don't don't have to switch over to the app. Two, I mean, it's it's two teams with backup quarterbacks or backup backup quarterbacks. Um, one in going in different directions. Much different directions. And it's it's a blowout. The Browns are winning by twenty right now. It's not even halftime. Uh, it's perfect. It's a perfect Thursday night game. At least there's points. And Dallas or Dallas is put up a Dallas ad, and the Browns will win the divi- will win the division. No, Browns or Ravens are going to win the division most likely. Uh, this puts them. They're going to clinch a playoff spot. This would ele- oh, they'll clinch a playoff spot tonight, right? They'll make them eleven and five. 
So they'll clinch the playoffs with a win. So, all right. So you have the game on Fox? Yeah. No, I don't have the game on Fox. I'm further south. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> Do you have two CBSs where you are? Just the one. You have the New York CBS. Yeah, yep. Okay, I got the two CBSs, which is pivotal because sometimes you get two games. That, that's good for football, yeah. Um, and this week, so this, the New England CBS is obviously going to have Patriots. Mm-hmm. I call it the New England CBS just because that's, I don't Where know. They play, yeah. yeah, it's the only time I put on CBS is if it's football. <laughs> and the New York CBS um, is putting on Dolphins Ravens. So it's one of those weeks where, like, it's very important. And I think I'm getting out of, like, some stupid party uh, <laughs> that's happening during the day because it's, like, it's a big game. Wow, just for the game you got out of it. Well, I I mean, who throws a party, like a New Year's Eve party at 1 o'clock? That is a weird – who does throw a New Year's Eve party at 1 o'clock? Of course, my wife's family. Like, who else – uh, it's a New, Year, New Year's Day party for the daytime. Yeah, the New Year's Day is when it usually is. Why? And why, this... why are they doing a, <laughs> Why are they doing a New Year's Eve day party? They're difficult, and because they're difficult, I'm just not going <laughs> to show up. That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, and I know it's going to backfire in my face, and like I'm going to watch my team lose by like 40, but. Hang on a second. What time is this party I'm, end? I'm so I'm still stuck. Like on five. Them. It's not like a it's not like a New Year's like ball drop party. It's, no, I know. Yeah, we can't start at one. Expect people to stay until twelve thirty at night. <laughs> right. You gotta have to feed them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> yeah. That is. Well, how many? How many people do they expect to have? This is. Well, it's like a birthday party too. Uh, uh, but still, usually it's New Year's Day. Oh man. Okay. All right. God bless each his own, I guess. It's and, always New Year's Day. Always. But that's that's when people have parties during the day, is New Year's Day. Right. Right. It's automatic. New Year's Eve, it's you start at like anytime after five, six, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, since the beginning of time, that's how it's worked. This yeah, for two thousand years, two thousand and twenty four years. That's that's how we've been doing it. Yeah, and as of right now, my wife's on board, so whatever. Take it. Don't ask questions and run with it. Also, setting a president. Right. Don't ask questions. Like, I still don't have to go, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just just take the yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. Definitely don't press press the subject. (laughs) I don't think she's going either. (laughs) Oh, nice. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. All right. Uh, right. That's tough. Tall order. Yeah, asking somebody. Yeah, yeah. It's can't. It's just, if you're gonna do one to, I don't know. We're not gonna get into it. One. If you're gonna do one to five. Just do it the following day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, I mean one what to five is the perfect. One to five is like the perfect New Year's Day because I could leave, be home, watch the Rose Bowl. What? Time? Uh, what and time? one o'clock is like the perfect time to have your first drink of the year because mm. you're probably feeling a little, you're a little cloudy, you're a little fuzzy by that yep. point. Yep. And you're like, you know what? I got to work. Most people have to work the second, you know, I got to work the second. 
he treated it almost like a Sunday where like, I just need a little something to reset myself back to zero. A little yep. buzz to take me, you know, through the, yeah. through the new year's day. Yeah. How late do you stay up on new year's Eve? Generally. Man, I can't even last year was, was last year when, uh, it was either last year or two years ago, they had the college football playoff games, which this year gave me New Year's Day. But I remember uh, was it Ohio State and somebody – no, Georgia. Georgia survived at the buzzer. And literally uh, the guy – they were playing Ohio State, I believe. The dude for Ohio State missed the kick simultaneous with the ball dropping. That's incredible. Which I don't care about the ball dropping too much. So I, I was, I think my wife better had way. a, my wife had a work last year. So I just, we went out for like a little bit near Eve. Came home by like nine, ten. I watched the game. I remember I was like kind of fading during that last drive. So I went to bed at midnight. Yeah. But usually, usually I would say I go um, if I'm at like a party. Um, I don't know two. I I don't I can't tell you the last time I watched the ball drop. It's been a few years. Yeah, and we want. Yeah, we know it was last year. We watched it, but it was streaming, so we saw it like twelve oh seven or something. <laughs> and looking at all the clo- looking at all the clocks in the house, and we missed it. But I mean, it wasn't oh seven, but you know, definitely past, definitely past oh one. Yeah, what are these like, assholes look- next door celebrating. <laughs> it's like looking at the looking at the clock, being like, "How are we missing this?" my phone my phone like my phone's ringing for for greetings from people who are celebrating in other parts of the same state yeah i mean i'm not anti-watching that stuff i'll I'll throw it on if it's there but um it depends because the past you know it depends how the college football schedule falls like it's the best excuse not to throw that shit on when those games are going yeah there's i mean sometimes you get a good act i don't know now there's like it's never anybody that i know I'm more likely to see because of those because if I'm watching the college games, I'm more likely to see the the performances after the ball drops. Oh yeah, there's always performances. There's so, like the Jonas Brothers are in L.A. Yeah, they'll see. Yeah, they'll send it out west. Sometimes you go like you go down to some place. Uh, I don't know. I've been like Florida, but I mean that's East Coast. But they'll still show what's going on down there. Yeah, yeah, they'll bounce around. That's all right. I don't. I don't mind that. It's um, you know, when like there's. Who's Seacrest hosted? I'm assuming. He's always there's a, there's a million shows. I have no idea. Just about, it's a, the best part of the thing is they play Sinatra. Like that's the first song they play. Yep. After the ball drops. Who's like? Who's the chick? Who's like the chick that hosts? Um, I'm out of. See, I'm so far out of the. Anderson loop, Cooper. No. Yeah, Andy Cohen. Uh, they do well. They they do a show, and Andy Cohen gets shit faced, and that's like his thing. Oh yeah, he got in trouble like last year or two years ago. He's doing it again. He doesn't care. Yeah, I don't. I don't see what the issue was. It was like somebody was drunk on New Year's Eve. Okay, yeah, that's what you paid him to do, guys. Like we wanted him to do it to be different from fucking stiff shirt Seacrest. Yeah, right. Um, I figure every network has one. I don't know. I know Steve Harvey did the host one year. Oh, I'm yeah. Well, what's like the main one? ABC. I don't know. The Dick Clark one is. I don't yeah. know which one it is. Yeah, I have no idea who. Uh, 
And there's got to be like a side next someone next to him. Ryan Seacrest, Rita Ora. I don't know her. And Jenny, Jenny Mai, Jeannie Mai. Don't know her. All right. Well, they're the three that are going to be hosting the New Year's Eve festivities in New York and L.A. Oh, oh, bouncing it back and forth. Okay. I guess so. Uh, and then they. That's, uh, that's Dick Clark's. Yep. New York, L.A., and Puerto Rico starts at eleven thirty. Mm. Okay. Denaria, Denera Torres. I don't know any of these people. I don't uh, know any of these people. Yeah. All right. So you mentioned we mentioned Cooper and Cohen. They are on. <clears throat> Bravo. Uh, CNN. CNN. It looks like. Yeah. Um. Darius Rucker, Enrique Iglesias, Flow Rider, Jonas Brothers, Maroon 5, Randall Lambert, and Rod Stewart. Jonas Brothers. I knew they'd show up. Yeah, yeah. Wow, who knew they were big <laughs> New Year's people? CBS has, it uh, uh, looks like Nashville. It's called Nashville's Big Bash. Yep. CBS is going country this year. Yeah, I didn't even realize there was all these different alternatives to like the main. Here you go. The special will be hosted by musician L. King. Entertainment Tonight's Rachel Smith. Mm. Artists here will be Old Dominion, L. King, Thomas Rhett, Leonard Skinner. Interesting. Okay. I know Leonard Skinner. Aren't they all dead? Uh, The plane crash, right? Yeah, I don't really think they're really going to. It's a hell of a show, though, if they come back. It's a tribute band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially. I'm sure. I think a couple of them survived. Um, that's all and, if you, and if you don't like you know, any of that coverage, the NFL got their greedy paws in another holiday, and they have Packers-Vikings. Yeah. Just, yeah. I'm going to talk to comedy or TV. On uh, New Year's Eve for sure. Yeah, they, I don't know. Oh, did you see? Know you exactly, you see uh, your boy Sebastian Mascalco is going to be uh, with Seacrest. Oh, yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting pairing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know if that's a good enough game to take away. I'll probably watch it, but I don't know if that's a good enough game to like take away from. Uh, New Year's Eve. It's not like national championship semifinal, Georgia, Alabama, you know, Clemson, Alabama, or whatever. Well, it's going to be on for kickoff if it if it lasts the entire way, entirely up to the game itself. Yeah, the Vikings are starting like their fourth quarterback of the season. This kid, Jaron Hall, I think he's yeah. like a fifth rounder out of BYU or something. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the Packers are Packers. It's a, I mean. They got an elimination game, I guess. Two teams, losers probably done. But yeah, that could be a game that just you're like, all right, we've had enough. It's like sixteen to six, Green Bay. It's the third quarter, and people want to see, you know, Rod Stewart. <laughs> Everybody's clamoring <laughs> to get to Rod Stewart. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw on Twitter Rod Stewart's about to hit the stage. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, that's how. Okay, that's how we'll get out of. Uh... A poor Vikings game. It's yeah. It's not like like if Ravens Dolphins was a Sunday night game, 
I wonder if they did that purposely. I, the NFL doesn't give a shit. But because they had a chance to flex out of Packers Vikings and they were like, maybe this is a good enough game where we could justify keeping it, but we don't want to put anything too good. I don't know. They, they don't give a shit, probably. They just went you know, against the NBA on Christmas Day and crushed it. You see the ratings? No. <laughs> they murdered the right. NBA. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I, now, know, I, did, I, I forgot the NBA was on on Christmas Day, to be honest with you. You know, I, mean, I didn't think about it. It just it was all football. The last two Christmases have been hijacked by the NFL. Mm-hmm. Once because it was on a Sunday last year. So they had, even though they had the full slate on Saturday, they had like the triple header on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then this year they just ran it back with the same model. Like we're just going to do the triple header on Monday. Um, I mean, like next year it's on a Wednesday because of the leap year. Yeah. Are they going to throw like a Wednesday? Can't, <laughs> can't do it. Just, just take a couple years off. Give the NBA Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Give them three years. Well, how about how about the following year when Christmas is on a Thursday? They're definitely giving you a Thursday night game. No, it'll be a Thursday night game for sure. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah, I mean the NBA. Yeah, the NBA got they got they got it taken to them the last two years. I mean, they didn't stand a chance. I was at a house like for dessert where it's a big NBA house. So Lakers Celtics was on. Mm-hmm. But even like we were Giants, but when they were making their comeback, we kind of got the game on. And I, 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 I gotta be honest, I was more into the football. Lakers, Lakers, Celtics was fine, but I don't know. I just can't touch. I can't touch the NFL when it's like it's a monster. It is a monster. It's taken over. It is, and it was like I was like fine with it too because I was like Eagles, they're gonna blow them out, which it was. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it got close and we put it on, I was just like, ah, I should leave this on. They may as well just leave this on. Lakers Celtics wasn't anything special. Fucking LeBron, like acting like he got murdered at half court at one point on the ground, and he got up. Um, but yeah, so the NBA could be in some some trouble. No, I'm just looking forward. They're looking forward to Wednesday. They they can't wait to get their Wednesday game. Yeah, it was one of the first. Yeah, it was one of. Yeah, they're gonna get a Wednesday game. It was one of the first times I didn't watch. Well, actually, I was home at noon, so I put on tip off of the Knicks because that is a nice. That's like the one, might be the only Knicks game I watch, especially without MSG now. But that's like the mm. only Knicks game I may watch. Yeah. Uh, but that is a nice little tradition, and the Lakers playing is nice. Like that's usually like the five o'clock game, and the late games don't count. Like I don't know who's watching those. Games like West Coast on Christmas. It's just uh, it's just on as like you're in your eggnog coma, if you're an NBA guy. Yeah, Heat Heat Sixers I think was the was the eight o'clock game. Um, but yeah, it's just it, it's tough. I mean, the I I don't know I forgot where I saw it, but it was like you know NBA games got like let's say two million, and the NFL was like over twenty mil. And I mean, I saw people complaining, but who's complaining? Sean Morash. What does he care? Because uh, he's like a, a Giants fan, and someone brought up the ratings, and he was like, make basically making the point he can't like sit there and lock into a game with, you know, family members and stuff around. 
And I don't know, man. Maybe I just have like a superpower, but like I could lock into a game in a fucking hurricane, dude. <laughs> like I don't think I don't think it takes all that. I don't think it takes all that much skill to like lock into. I do it like with a house full of people all the time, drunk, pouring shots and shit. Yeah, plus <laughs> right? I don't think I don't think there's a lot of people clamoring to talk to Sean at his holiday parties. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's some people who really like dive into these games. Like, I, like I'm not someone who hangs on like announcers every words. I, I could kind of play with the volume down a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't really find it. I mean, if you're hosting, okay, a little harder. But the Giants were on at like four thirty, five o'clock. By that point, like your hosting duties are winding down a little bit. It's not like it was yeah. one o'clock. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, dude, I watched the Dolphins on Christmas last year. It's I watched them on fucking Christmas Eve, red zone, fucking I'm on the road and shit. Yeah, impossible. I was house. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I didn't complain like, oh my god, I wasn't it's, able to lock into the game. Four twenty five on Christmas Eve is brutal. That's Sorry. a rough time. Four twenty five on Christmas Eve is really a hard time to to have an important game thrown at you. It really oh, is because yeah. that's that's like the time you it's almost impossible to lock into a game if, if there's any time any holiday, <laughs> it's four twenty five on Christmas Eve. It's like one of the only sacred times where sports almost shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a thing. It turned out that you know, like like the, for example, the eight o'clock game, Patriots Broncos didn't watch a play of it, not one play. I checked my phone like once or twice, saw the Patriots were up. And then I found out, I think, I don't think I found until the next day that they won, like, at the buzzer at some long field goal or whatever. Um, but, yeah, no, Christmas Eve is one of those holidays where it does happen where football's on it here and there if it falls on, like, a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. But, yeah, usually usually it's, like, the one – there'll be, like, a weird bowl, Hawaii bowl or something. But it's, like, the one day of the year where sports, like, is kind of just – Secondary, not, yeah. not even secondary, just non-existent. Right. So, well, it, it just it kind of dictates what's on TV. Because if yeah. there's no sport, if there's sports, it's going to be on. Especially if it's a team that you are rooting for. If it's not, if it's not sport, if like there's, there's not an important game on, or not a game that you're personally interested in, interested or invested in, like Christmas Story is going to be on. That's pretty much it. Yeah, Christmas Story gets hurt a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. So. It's a that's a tough. Although one o'clock wouldn't have been easy either, because I was bouncing around at one o'clock too, and like I was, I left my house three thirty. I had to make, I had to make a stop and pick something up, and got to my father's at four fifteen, so forty five minutes. Right. I so swear, I, I could be wrong with this timeline, but <laughs> the Jets were up twenty seven seven. I get there and they're down 28, 27. I was like, what the hell? So like that wouldn't have been ideal either if my team had a big game at one o'clock, but obviously four twenty-five was like I think you would have you would have planned accordingly if it was your team playing at one. Yeah, I would have yeah, I would have made the pickup at I mean, like four thirty. The 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 Victor Cruz game was Christmas Eve, Eve. at one o'clock. Yeah. I made that work. Yeah, I mean, you have to. I mean, yeah. I mean, two straight holidays. I've had to watch my team in a standalone, basically standalone, one o'clock Christmas Day last year, and then this year four twenty-five Christmas Eve. 
you make it work. I wasn't like, oh my god, I couldn't lock in. You fucking ignore your family, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. What kind of family? Like, what kind of fa- Yeah, of course, I watched the game around people where I was. Like, yeah, yeah, and it wasn't like my uh, usual suspects that I watch games with. But like, I just I go into a zone, man. Like, like there was such a. I mean, the it was all relief. There was like so little joy from winning <laughs> that game. I was so aggravated uh, watching that game because it's just like they couldn't put him away. That when that kick went up, that was just like relief. I was able to like start my holiday. It would have been a miserable holiday, <laughs> miserable. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I would not want to see you after an L. It was not yeah. fun. So yeah, it was like, like I might notice you like something's off about you, and then I would it would take me a few minutes to realize like oh he's still steaming about that. Yep, yep, that would have been <laughs> tough. That's what that is that that's that's what you should be complaining about more, Ash. That you have to live with like your team losing. Oh, like I had to do it last year with two with fucking had a concussion and he came back and said half through three interceptions. <laughs> that's that's what you should be complaining about. The fact that your team can ruin a holiday, like if yeah. they play on Thanksgiving, but don't yes. like complain. I, I don't know. I don't know what people's uh, viewing, whatever you want to call it, habits. Viewing, uh, yes. What's their viewing habit? It's like you just lock yourself in a room by yourself on Sunday. Do you sit there friggin' hang out every word I that mean, uh, Burkhart says? I mean, it's also a football game. Like it's not. I mean, you're not. Deconstructing the atom, you know. I don't know. <laughs> Make it out like to be this impo- like this impossible thing to do with people around. Like you don't need this. You don't need this uh, laser focus to watch a football game, right? You're not. Yeah, you're not studying for a test or. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to what to tell people. Uh, is it the most? It's it's not ideal. I'll, I'll right. No, that. it comes with like distractions. But again, it's like distractions from what. Like yeah. there's a play now we're watching a replay. You have 35 seconds to reset. I mean, what are you fucking young Andy Reid? You can't figure out the clock. <laughs> yeah, I mean the only thing I could think of is if if you're in a family where like maybe you get a hard time with sports on, but I don't really have to deal. I don't yeah, have to don't, deal with that. Everybody, everybody kind of gets it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's I don't a weird. I don't know what the stories with those people. Good what to, are, you, good, putting, good what are be... you putting on? Well, see, this is the thing. This brings us back to our original point. If the NBA would be on. <laughs> right. So yeah. either way, there's going to be sports on. Like the yeah. NBA owns the holiday. Right. But if, uh, I don't know. I just think if, if, if family doesn't have like the sportsman pull, it's tough for the, not for the sportsman. Like, cause I don't know if non-sports fans have the same understanding. Yeah, I wonder, I mean, other than Christmas Story, are there any other staples on Christmas Day? I know It's a Wonderful Life is on at night, usually. I mean, is it, you think watching the football game is tough? How about trying to watch a movie with people around? Yeah. I mean, yeah, a movie that you've seen a couple of times, it's obviously a lot easier. And you might stop and like, oh, yeah, here's the part where whatever. But, you know, if you're gonna first time you've seen a movie or you really want to watch the movie, is it possible to watch with a room full of people? People are talking over over scenes. 
Yeah. Calling out what happens next. A lot of times wrongly. Yeah, butchering lines. Yeah. So, I mean, could be worse. Could be worse. It's not that big of a chore watching a game. Yeah, it's a bad complaint. That's an instance of a guy complaining just to complain. Or is that big of a moron? But he if, has it was to, a play, he if it was a playoff it. game, playoff game would be a valid complaint. I mean, we don't have playoff games in December, though, so. Yeah, playoff game and you had a host. I mean, I, I think there used to be playoff games that early in the season, like Christmas Eve. I, I, I bet you I could find a Christmas. Uh, <laughs> and, and by the way, we we both do parties for NFL playoff weekends. Yeah. So, I mean, it's doable. Yeah, maybe. Well, those parties center around football. This, it, he sounds like he's having a hard time getting his family on board is what it sounds like to me. <laughs> well, I mean, if there's football on, it's a football party. Right. <laughs> Jesus or no Jesus. Hey. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna try and find a uh, – I remember a Dolphin playing playoff game way back in the day, Montana Marino, that was New Year's Eve. I wow. bet you they had playoff games on Christmas Eve or Christmas. They probably had it on Christmas Day too, in like the early nineties. They used to start the season like I can remember a season starting last weekend in August. Hmm. And yeah, then they finally they, they finally figured out to start after Labor Day, and then they started pushing it further and further back and mm-hmm. making it so the Super Bowl is in February. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it's going to be President's Day weekend. We'll get There's, there. Yeah. Keep pushing. Dragging their, dragging their feet on it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the season's going to be – MLK is going to be like week 18. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. Which, oh, is a, no. which is a waste. Yeah, because MLK – yeah, MLK's wildcard weekend this year, right? Oh, I was just joking when I said that. It actually is going to be week 18 at some point. It was la- it was last year. It was MLK weekend. Week 18? No, 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 no. Wildcard. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I was joking when I said week 18 is going to be MLK, but it actually is. We're already one, we're only one week away from we're that. Only one week, yeah. That's great. Yeah. That is a waste. But take it. Well, yeah, well, I'm not giving, I was giving it back. No. Listen to this. Listen to this quote. Every morning at 10 a.m., we'd wake up with thousands of dollars and we'd watch the Maury Povich show and we'd make bets on who the father is every day. So, like, we watch it, we let them talk, then we pause, and then we pull that money out. I'll bet you a thousand dollars he's not the father. That was my thing. That's Are you Shaq. lying? That's Shaq. Oh, Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> wow, like with teammates, he would do that? I would guess, yeah. You're on the road. You just meet in somebody's room or uh, meet at the facility before practice or whatever, shoot around, just watching Maury. <laughs> that's a fun That's a fun uh, that's a, that's an gambling game. It's an amazing game. It's an amazing way to gamble. Yeah, I never thought of that. It's a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. He's not still around, is he, Maury? Not he that show. Alive. Yeah, he doesn't do that show anymore. Oh, he does a separate show. Uh, didn't he go like a little right wing? 
type. Did he? No, maybe it wasn't Maury. No, I'm thinking of Geraldo. Oh, Geraldo went. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I don't know what Maury's up to these days. Let's see. Maury Povich. Here we go. What's he, like 76, I'm going to say. I got nothing for current day. 84. I knew I went low. Still married to Connie Chung. All right, Maury. What a crazy thing. You just you just find your lane, man. You're just going to do like paternity tests on <laughs> TV and just expose these people. I mean, they expose themselves. He's just there giving he's, them a push. He's giving them a platform to make fools yeah. of themselves. Uh, let's see. He was in the news eight days ago. AP News, you are the father. Maury Povich declares Maury Povich declares to Denver Zoo orangutan. Mm. Wow. All right. Uh, initially, un- initially unsure of which orangutan was the father of a new baby primate, the Denver Zoo decided to have a little fun with the, re- with the results and turned to the paternity announcement guru himself, former daytime talk show host Maury Povich. Povich pulled the purported DNA results for four-month-old Siska of an envelope and declared, Barani, you are the father. Eight days ago. He's still doing his thing. You think, is Maury Povich doing, like, uh, cameo paternity <laughs> reveals or whatever? That would be an okay gender reveal, I think, if he did a Maury Povich gender reveal. Oh, if you could actually get him, well, forget about getting him. If you could just get him on, like a, on a cameo doing it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's on here. Let me see. I'll do a quick search here. We got a couple minutes left before we got to take our break. I, he seems like too old. I don't know. He's probably. Well, I shouldn't even say that because there's plenty of rich people who don't need the money doing cameo. But he doesn't seem like he. Mordecovich is not on cameo. All right. Good for him. Want to guess what Maury Povich is worth? Um, eighteen million dollars. Eighty. Eighty zero. <laughs> Good for him, man. Eighty mil. How do you figure out someone's net worth? Is it just like everything they own? Like you have to factor in what they own. I guess royalties. What, you know, uh, I just wonder how you could figure that out. Does, I mean, money in the bank has to play a factor into it. Yeah. Stocks. Like, how do you decide? All right, this person's worth a billion now. Like, is Taylor Swift worth a billion dollars yet? Probably. Probably well, a billionaire. Break, breaking news: The Pistons. The one have lost their twenty-eighth. They lost their overtime to the Celtics. All right. Well, we got to take a quick break. We'll mourn the record-losing Pistons. We'll be right back. Before we started recording the first half of the show, I was watching on Turner Classic Movies, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Okay. Just First, it's a weird... Have you ever watched anything on TCM? 
There's like yeah. a semi-serious introduction before the movie. Ben yep. Mekovitz or one of their guys gets up there, talks about the history of the movie and what it means and stuff. Very strange for him to be talking. Now, they're doing it because Paul Rubens died this year. They're doing a tribute to everybody who died this year. Okay. Or to, to a lot of people who died this year. So Pee Wee's on the list. And uh, it's just very strange for him to talk about Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which I, th- I always thought was kind of a goofy movie. I always liked it when I was a kid. It's a Tim Burton movie. It's a little out there, trippy, large Marge. You know, it's all about a bike, the Alamo. Very strange. Yeah. But it was even more surreal so to see. Was that? I haven't seen it in so long. It, it's, it's, it's great. It's aged wonderfully. I didn't watch the whole thing start to finish, but I saw, saw the beginning and I saw the end. And uh, again, it's just very surreal to see this guy like in a pinstripe suit, perfect hair. In like the TCM, like Bugazi living room set, being like, Pee Wee's Big Adventure was written by Phil Hartman, Paul Rubens, and so and so, and you know, but Paul, but Paul Rubens is all the credit for creating the character that we know as Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> so fucking weird. It doesn't Did see it seems so out of place on T on TCM stage. Well, I wonder if it's Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Uh... If it's its debut on TCM, think it's ever been on? I'd have to say it's never been on TCM. It's got to be the first time. I'm surprised they don't they don't mention that. They should absolutely mention that when it's a first timer on the on the network making its debut. Yeah, I agree. Um. So wow. Okay. So they're doing a tribute to people who have died this year. Yeah. Um, is this the only Paul Rubens movie they're gonna? Yeah, he, do? Gets, he only gets the one. I think. I don't think he get. I don't think they're gonna do below for him. Good. But uh, tell my story. Yeah, I don't know who this one is that's on now. I don't know who died here. I don't know. They mentioned a couple people, but I don't see anybody who's dead that I know that's dead, in the movies that are coming up. So I don't know. Tweety Herman had a had a TV show, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Saturday morning TV show. And that's where the character originated. And then he parlayed uh, that into movies. no. He, no, I think he. I think he was actually. I don't know if it. I don't know if the TV show came first or second, but it was like in some improv group that it started. Okay. Man, it's so odd. It's strange. I got to watch the beginning of it, and he. He's like the first five minutes of the movie. I don't know how anybody would have watched that. Uh, and <laughs> you had, I guess you had to know who the character was going in, which I'm sure a lot of people did because right, people must have known Pee Wee going in. Because if you watch the first five minutes of that movie, not knowing who this guy was, you'd be like, yeah. what the fuck am I watching? He is a, and my daughter kept saying it. He's a, why is he acting like a child? <laughs> yeah. There's- I'm like, just wait till probably, there was probably people who were like dead set against. Or oh, not, yeah. That's not that set against it, maybe, but just did not get it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That's, I think that's probably why having Tim Burton do the movie was good for the movie because he's such a weird guy. It went to like some darker places that it probably would have under another person's, another director's uh, watchful eye. Yeah. So yeah, he's not wasn't afraid to just take some weird 
chances and build a weird world around a weird guy, a weird character. Yeah, definitely a uh, a cult sort of following that movie. Probably, yeah, probably. I wonder he probably didn't do Big Top Pee Wee. I never, I never saw Big Top Pee Wee. Well, after that, he probably did like uh, Batman. He did the he did the first two Batmans, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he did um, if he did any more Pee Wees. No, he didn't do the next Pee Wee. Not a bad cat. Not a bad cast in, in the next Pee Wee. Penelope Ann Miller, Chris Christopherson. Okay. <laughs> not bad. Who directed it? A guy named Randall Randall Kleiser. Never heard of him. Randall Kleiser of he directed Greece. Oh wow! Okay, original Greece. Yeah, never knew who directed Greece. There we go. It seems like a bit of a downfall to go to Big Top Pee Wee. Oh, that's how Olivia. Not uh, wait. I say. I say Olivia, Olivia Newton John was in it. No. Oh, never mind. What did I say it was in it. Oh, Penelope Ann Miller. So, th- three names. Sorry. Hmm. Uh, I thought I saw that Dustin Diamond was in this movie too, but now I'm not seeing him. Wow. Stars are out. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I never saw Big Top Pee Wee. Benicio del Toro's in it. What? Oh man, Benicio. Yeah, Dustin, Dustin Diamond is in it. This is what year? 1988. Oh, so this is right before Saved by the Bell, I think. Right before it. Amazing. Uh, amazing snapshot in time right there. Wow. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? You still, you still have a ton of Christmas cookies in the house. I got a few, not a ton. Yeah. I have a few too. I'm, I'm winding, winding down. You know, you got to get rid of them by the first of the year. Yeah, otherwise, no good. Yeah, you can't, you can't carry them. And I also, you just gotta like wean yourself off too, going into the first of the year. It's true. Yeah, because you, yeah, I'm finding myself. I know, I, I know, I got a little bit of a sweet tooth, but. Generally, have a little bit of self control, but the there's past no control couple, this time of year. The, the past Christmas couple, <laughs> the past couple of days have been there's been less control. Because yeah. just yes, yeah, and you just, it's like sometimes like I had four before we started taping because it was like and I had four different ones. <laughs> yeah. uh, I had I had three, two of the same <laughs> right before we started taping. <laughs> And they're just there. It's like I even said, like I, it's like the first day I didn't haven't drank since I don't even know six days a week almost. Jeez. And I was like, all right, we're gonna have a clean, clean day. And then there's Christmas cookies there, and it's like, what am I? You gotta have gonna... something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, you know, end of the year, you're just a garbage fail, <laughs> absolute garbage fail. So everybody makes so everybody makes resolutions. Yeah, well, yeah. I saw somebody. I, tw- I saw somebody tweet something. That was like, oh, 2024. Let's do like any list of like seven things. I was like, just start today, asshole. Like, why are we? Why are we waiting? Why are we waiting until Monday? Just start today. 
What was what was his list though? I don't remember it. I forget what it was. How to make Twitter better? I forget what it was. If it's like a diet, I can understand waiting till uh, <laughs> the first. At this point, if you're like in, if you're you know in the middle of November and you're making your New Year's resolution like to start a diet, like you know, how about you start between Thanksgiving and Christmas? That's you know. But I can understand December 28th being like, fuck it, wait until January 2nd. <laughs> Come this far. I mean, if you're, also, people, I don't know, if you're also deciding on on December 28th, maybe you're not that – maybe you're making decisions based on the wrong things. Yeah. And do you really start on January 1st, all these people? Like, it's really the 2nd. It's probably like the 8th. <laughs> You need that one week like buffer period. Yeah, you can't totally go cold turkey and be Most people, a new person. Well, there are people who do actually go cold turkey for January. Which oh, is, I mean, like, yeah, I didn't mean just with drinking, but yeah, dry January is a thing. It's insane. I've always, I know, I'm, I probably said this before, but every, I would like to every see, last show of the year. Yeah, yeah, probably. I would like to see <laughs> the people who do go dry January. Like, I want to see the back of your baseball card. I want to see how much you drank in December. Mm. I want to see how much you drank in the air. Yeah, true. To, yeah. Think, to think that, oh, I need a dry... I'm out of control. I need a dry January. <laughs> I'll put my fucking numbers up against yours. <laughs> fucking December, November, July. I don't give a shit. <laughs> think, oh, man, I need a dry January. I'm out of control. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Take a weekend off or something. Yeah, go go a week. Let's not go crazy. Dry January. Yeah, it just sounds stupid too. Dry and, January. And what a I mean, who's not drinking the middle of winter? How do you think we get through winters? The middle of winter. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think they drink so much in Russia? It's cold all the fucking time. I mean, they drink that vodka because they like it. No, they drink it because they have to. Yeah, they got to do it. Yeah. It's crazy, yeah. I'm gonna like I'm gonna make the worst months. Well, January is a good month, but it's gonna, you're gonna make the like the worst weather months of the year even more painful. Like at least you're coming from the cold. You got something to look forward to. There's not a good month if we're really being serious. I mean, February because it's the shortest, but that's really the only reason. There's not a good month to take off from drinking. Yeah. Oh, I meant mo- what a month. Just uh, well, yeah. I, I just meant what, what's going on. I mean, football playoffs for us. Yeah, it's crazy not thinking. Have a drink at a oh, Super Bowl is February, but like, if you're watching a football game, I can have a beer with your like with the chips. I can have wings, watching a game, and a beer. It's crazy. Yeah, why don't you just make it like a, a less wet January? Yeah, towel off January. Have some have some self control. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. If you're gonna do it, we're not saying to have self control, but. If you're one of these people, maybe just these people sound like alcoholics to me. Yeah, yeah. real problem. Why they should stop altogether? They shouldn't drink in February or March either. Yeah, maybe you should stop for good. Yeah, how about that? If you're taking a month off every year, are you really are you even really a drinker? Yeah, or maybe you're just out of control binge drinking eleven months out of the year. Jesus, <laughs> calm the fuck down. <laughs> Fucking February 1st, running through the fucking finish line, <laughs> breaking the tape, ready to go. I mean, geez. I feel like if you take a month off, 
you're probably more if and you know you do that you're you're more apt to either like go too hard at the end of your run like before you take a month off or start or come out of the gate too fast you're definitely going to end hard like new year's eve we want to make up for it right or at least get your money's worth yeah you're definitely you're definitely going uh you're definitely going harder at the end of the year which could yeah. be inevitable anyways though no it's, uh, yeah i mean if if that's what it is if it's new year's eve leading into the new year like then you're probably going to do it i mean if you're if you're if you're one of these people that's going to go hard around that time anyway you may yeah. yeah i mean i you may go a little overboard like let's say this week it's you know friday saturday sunday would be your last hurrah like you may you may go a little a little nuts knowing that you're not drinking monday starting you know starting monday for 31 days whereas like i'm probably going to drink a lot also but <laughs> You right, know. and you might not drink on Monday. I mean, you might we'll drink, you, you might not drink on Tuesday. Sorry, Mondays. No, I won't. I won't drink on Tuesday. Monday, right? Probably have Monday. Have a little something. Well, yeah, yeah. You gotta have a taste. Yeah, and then but, the following weekend is week eighteen, and it's like that'll probably be a calm weekend if I had to guess. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna go dry, probably, but I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't see it getting too crazy. It's still, it's playoffs. still a weekend. It's still a weekend. Yeah, it's still a weekend. You still yeah. have a little something. Yeah. We, you know, you kind of take like, I'm not gonna go dry, but I'll take like from the first of January to Wild Card Weekend. That's two weeks where I probably won't go. It won't be. We'll put it this way: it won't be the last two weeks of December. <laughs> yes. No. It'll be. It'll be turning back. Turning it back from where you were around these holidays. Yeah. And then Walker weekend, divisional playoff weekend, different story. Yes. And I will, and there's no reason to, to go cold turkey because I don't have a problem. That's the bottom exactly, line. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Like, how, right. You're right. How bad of a problem these people have, they think they have to do this. And then, yeah, right. Then it's, it should be a lifestyle change. <laughs> yeah. It's like a half. It's like a half of a half-ass resolution. I mean, I mean, I did go. Let's see. I went from first. I didn't. I drank Christmas Eve, and I didn't drink until Valentine's Day one year. So is that six weeks? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably a little more. And I only did it for health concerns. Legitimate health concerns. Uh, everything passed, everything with flying colors. I was good to go. I drank on Valentine's, and man, that first drink was spectacular. Worth it. Almost what was the, had a what glass, was the drink? just had a glass of wine, and it was like the it was it was so much better. Like you remember the first drinks you had you had when you were a kid? Yeah. I'm like oh, like what am I? Ugh. It took you forever to get used to it. Now here's this thing that you had acquired a taste for. And like you, that you liked and had went without for so long, it was like there was explosion of flavor. It was amazing. Yeah, it was so good. It was spiritual. It was a little spiritual. Yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, you know, if you got to do it, you got to do it. But there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I did two weeks one time. That was pretty. I had a vodka martini. It was the first drink. And I was like, whoa, pretty Ooh. good. Ooh. Two weeks when you were, what, 11 years old? <laughs> That's a good question when that was. I don't remember. It was probably this time of year, Jan- January-ish, maybe maybe February after Super Bowl or something. It was probably wasn't even a full two weeks. It was probably like a week and it was probably like 11 days. But still, still pretty good after 11 days. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hard not to fucking just fucking work. People working and they're just going home and drinking cherry Coke. <laughs> the fuck do you do for a living? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it's hard to like envision a time where I just don't drink, period. Like I can see a time where I'm not getting shit faced. But like when I'm not like having a drink. Just yeah, just to take the edge off. Yeah. Fucking help you pass out on the couch on a Friday night or something. I don't know. Jeez. Here's something to just something to yeah. You feel like oh cold day, man. You have a like something brown and this like warms you right up. Yep. Oh, can't beat it. Fucking put that on a Hallmark card. <laughs> From our family to yours. All right. And last week, let me get to let me get to where we are in the book. Week sixteen, I arrived. Week sixteen, I went three and zero. Oh. You took a, a small step back. You went one and two. Brings you to twenty five and twenty three. Two weeks to go. I'm nineteen twenty seven and two. Um. Week 17 starts tonight with Jets Cleveland. Cleveland is currently covering. They're seven half point favorites. They're taking it to these J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. We have one Saturday game, 8 o'clock, and then a, a full slate on Sunday. No Monday night games this week. So, week 17 underway. I will defer to you, and. Take her away. Your first pick, the second to last week of the NFL season. All right, pick number one. I might be falling into a trap here, but Saturday night, I I really like the Cowboys to bounce back at home. I got it's down to five and a half right now. Uh, Cowboys undefeated at home. Lions have obviously been a little spotty on the road uh, a little spotty against upper you know the upper echelon teams the Lions are you know they're coming off winning the division obviously they're still playing for seeding they're playing for seeding against I mean a team like the Cowboys who have a chance to the division still the Eagles the, the Niners so I mean all the signs point towards Dallas having to play for more you know Dallas being the better team so that scares me uh, but I don't know. Cowboys haven't lost at home. I just, I, and I think the Cowboys are are better. Um, two tough losses in a row, but both were on the road at Buffalo, at Miami. I feel like the Cowboys are better. It feels like a trap, but I'm taking it. Dallas minus five and a half. Okay. All right. I think I'm going to join you in a trap. 
Okay. Kansas City's coming off a tough loss, bad loss to Vegas. They looked bad. Vegas was, Vegas D dominated them. Um, KC is home now against Cincinnati. Cincinnati playing out the string. KC's got to get right uh, heading into, into these last two weeks and before playoff time. They're seven point favorites here. I think they kind of, I'm not sure they're going like 35. 14 here, but I think they take it to Cincinnati a little bit, put up some points. Cincinnati struggles here in Kansas City. Um, Kansas City's win, win by touchdown. So give me Kansas City minus seven as they kind of start, start to right the ship a little bit, get in playoff shape, start to find their groove a little bit. It's not even perfect, but a win's a win, and they do so not easily, easily, but. Touchdown plus. KC minus seven. Okay. Let's see. Let's do some quick research here to see who's playing quarterback. Traps all around. <clears throat> um, pick number two. I'm going to go. You know what? No. Scratching that game. Scratching that game. I'm going to go to Buffalo. I'm going to take the Bills lane 13. I think the Bills are uh, – I think the Bills are just going to kick the crap out of New England. New England beat them earlier in the season, uh, obviously in New England. Um, I mean, this has been a pretty one-sided matchup since Brady lost. Brady beat them for 20 straight years. It was embarrassing, the record the Bills had against New England. Now it's flipped, even with New England's win this year. Um, you know, Bailey Zappi, great. They beat Denver on uh Sunday night, but uh, I mean, the Bills still got a chance at the division, depending on what Miami does Sunday. I think the Bills are going to come out, it's their you know, f- uh, finale at home. Uh, I think they kill New England, so give me the Bills lane 13. All right, uh, here in this game, too, for me, I'm going to ride a team a little bit. Uh, the Buccaneers are two and a half point favorites over the Saints. Saints here need this win on the road. They're they're coming off a long uh, a long break, ten day break after playing Thursday night and losing. Tampa's coming off a big win this past weekend against Jacksonville. Um, and I'm sticking with Tampa here at home. I these are two teams that are up and down. Two teams that are hard to trust. I trust. The Saints so much less than I trust anybody else in this league. Uh, they're mirrored, a reverse mirror images uh, as far as records. Bucks are eight and seven. Saints are seven and eight. Um, and I, ju- I, this is, this is just, this is just a gut game for me. A, um, uh, it's probably gonna be an ugly game. I don't see it being a fun game, a pretty game, one you want to watch. And I, I just, I don't, I don't see the Saints coming up big here in a in a spot where they need to come up big. So give me Tampa Bay minus two and a half. Bucks two and a half. Okay. <clears throat> My last pick just came to me quick. It's like a shot of lightning. No, it's not the Chargers. It's not hmm. the Bolts. <laughs> but. You know, I'm looking at this spread, three and a half point spreads, right? 
I think mm-hmm. people tend to gravitate towards the dog. Yeah. Because you're getting you're getting a full field goal and a half. Mm-hmm. Oh, tush push. No, <laughs> did not work there for Trevor Simeon. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to Indianapolis. I think a lot of people are going to look at this spread. Okay. You're going to see the Raiders coming off great win in Arrowhead Monday. Okay. Defense playing unbelievable. Antonio Pierce, all that. And you're going to look at the Colts who are coming off getting their asses kicked by the Falcons, Taylor Heineke, why it took them that long to go to him. I don't know, but obviously, uh, you know, Colts scored 10 points in Atlanta. Now you're looking at the Colts favored by three and a half. I think people are going to, I'd say, I'd say the money's probably on Vegas right now just because of the recency bias. I'm going to go the other way. I think the Colts are home. I know the Colts are home, but I think the Colts are better. (laughs) (laughs) I think the Colts are a little bit better. Um, I think Minshew will bat will uh, bounce back. I think Minshew, if you look at his career, he's always been much better uh, on at home, which is why I picked against him on the road last uh, last week. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Indy at home, laying three and a half, thinking this is a value spot. Thinking if this game was played two weeks ago, it's maybe a point or two higher. I think you're getting a little bargain here. So Indy minus three and a half. Yeah, you know what I'll say about. Uh, I was thinking about um, riding Vegas. I had Vegas last week too, and it, it didn't seem didn't seem right. Indy seemed like they're primed to come off, come back strong. Um, Put it this way: all the people who bet against Vegas on Christmas are going to bet on them this week, and they're yeah. going to get burned. Yeah, there you go. That's the call uh, for sure. Uh, all right, let me, my, let me do my own quick research here now. Uh, I think I know I'm going with. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, it's an odd game. Uh, Houston gets CJ Stroud back this week. They're five point favorites. Tennessee kind of playing out the string here. One of their more disappointing seasons in a while. Um, I just uh, some I don't like that five number, and I know Houston with Stroud, they're kind of the comeback kids, cardiac kids, whatever you want to call them. They they always got these fourth quarter, last you know last drive of the game situations. Uh, Tennessee, I don't see rolling over and dying for some reason. They're not great, but I just don't see. I don't. I don't. I see them putting up a fight. Um, as they as they finish out the season here, so I like that five for that reason. So I'm, I think Tennessee plays them just tough enough to stick around, give them a little bit of a scare. Could they pull off the win? Sure, I don't. I'm not. I doubt it. But with that being that, with that five number being right there, I'm going to go with the Titans. So Tennessee plus five. That's my underdog pick of the week um, for pick number three. I almost took Houston. I thought about Houston, but I held off. I don't like that number. They went they with a field goal at the end or something. I yeah, mean, it's, this, it's this, division this, game. This, this could, I mean, this is one of those that can backfire pretty easily where you're like, they, Tennessee should have been an 11-point underdog. Is Will uh, Levi's playing? I don't even know who their quarterback is. Uh, let's see. 
Tannehill's – well, I don't know. Derrick Henry seems to always run all over the Texans, I feel like. Yeah, I think Lev, I think Levis is playing. I just want to play ball. He just wants to get out there and spin it. Yeah. Did you see – I don't know if this is true. Did you see the – before Tommy DeVito got benched? The story is – I don't know if this is not verified – but I guess they wanted him to do a uh, a top five soprano scenes or episodes of all time or something. Oh, did he get mad or something? Yeah, and he went and he told the giant social media manager to quit it with all the Italian shit. No, I want to just call your dad, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> you just did a Rails commercial on <laughs> fucking TikTok. What are you talking about? I mean, I'm sure you were paid nice for it, but. Yeah. You're either going to lean into it or you're not. <laughs> uh, Levis isn't, I don't think, is, I don't think there's any word I'd be playing as of yet. That's fine. Okay. Even better. I like picking, I like picking games blind. I feel and, like I'm and, doing and, Yeah. And just to recap, uh, Cowboys minus five and a half, Bills minus 13, Colts minus three and a half. I got KC by touchdown, Tampa Bay minus two and a half, Tennessee plus five. Three favorites I got. Let's uh, see. Um, How bad was Tommy DeVito that he got benched? I wasn't really locked in. Sorry. It was Christmas. Tarf Tarf locked into a game on Christmas. Um, and they were getting beat up pretty good. So I wasn't really watching. And I actually didn't really watch the second half. Um, and I just saw number two behind center. I was like, all right, finally. Yeah. Uh, Will Levis gave his O line a Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. He gave him suitcases. <laughs> okay. I mean, isn't that like pack up and get the fuck out of town? Well, he's not making enough money yet to give out like, I don't know, Tua gave out golf simulators on hard knocks. That's pretty cool. It was, I don't even know if it was, it was O lineman, though. I think it was to the quarterbacks. What did the alignment get? I don't know. Let's see. That's another world. I give them, give them like golf. You're fucking Oprah. Give them like golf how simulators. Much, how much are golf simulators? They didn't really show them. They just came in like a big box. I don't think they're that expensive. I mean, they're not cheap, obviously, but to buy a bunch of them, expensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like buying one for yourself would cost a few bucks. Buying one for a gift means you got some Under money. a grand? Under a grand? I don't think so. Over okay, I, I would guess it's yeah. I don't think it's like too too much, but I'll guess it's in the thousand dollar range. Probably, okay. uh, there's probably better ones that are you know. It's gonna be more than a thousand. I don't know. It's a big setup screen, big screen, sensors and stuff. Mm. Matt, <laughs> different length tees. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some cheap, cheap ones out there. And I'm sure there's some higher end ones that are a few more bucks. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> uh, all right, here's the slate. Running down the rest of the, we have Arizona visiting Philly. Philly's a ten and a half point favorite. Tough to take Philly's a big favorite these days. Arizona, on the other hand, tough to take as any kind of as a football team. Um, ten and a half. We think Philly wins by double digits here. Man, I don't know what to make of Philly. I, that was like 
that giant game, it looked like the get right spot of all time. And I obviously they win, but don't cover. I don't know what's Philly. I, I don't think I could I, I don't I wouldn't advise taking either side. Okay. I'll take Philly. I'll I mean if you gun to my head, I'll take Philly, but Yeah, that's the one. This is the one you gotta take the better team and hope they figure yeah. it out. Uh, Atlanta goes to Chicago. Chicago Bears are three-point favorites. I, I want to take Atlanta, but Atlanta outside of the dome, I don't know. I got to get a weather report. I, the Bears, let's see what the weather is in Chicago. Is it bear weather? I just know the Bears. You don't – you're never going to be comfortable picking the Bears. I've – they find ways to lose every, every fucking. To me, week. like thirty-two degrees at kickoff. That's um, that's just about bare weather. It's pre- almost freezing temperatures. Yeah, I just don't. They'll, I'll, they'll, I'll they'll, they'll find I'll a way. They'll find a way to fuck it up. Yeah. All right. You convinced me. I'll take Atlanta. <laughs> Carolina visits Jacksonville. Jags are six and a half point favorites. Carolina showed signs of life, but. I'll take Jacksonville. Carolina um, to me is unbettable. Yeah, Carolina's unbettable, but Jacksonville had a really bad performance last week. Maybe another week for Trevor Lawrence, get his head right, literally get his head right. Um helps him out, but I don't know. I did, think did he it, not play? Did he not play in that game against uh Tampa? Oh he played, he played, he threw like three picks, I think. Oh, okay. Um yeah, I don't Carol, I can see Carolina you know, being one of these teams that fights to the end because, you know, they're still figuring out for next year, um, giving Jacksonville a little bit of trouble. Um, Rams, expansion Bowl. Expansion, yes, 1995, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds right, five. Uh, Rams visit the Giants and are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Tyrod Taylor will be starting for the G-Men. This is a, this is a tricky one. Uh, I think I'm going to stick with the Rams. I think the pick is the Rams. Uh, Miami visits Baltimore, and the Ravens are three-point favorites. So it's sitting at three right now. It didn't go up. That, that this is. I'm, these are written down this afternoon. I didn't. I didn't double check for right now. Because J- Jalen Waddle got ruled out, which was not really a secret. He rolled his ankle and. You know, it's going to be surprising if he uh, played. I'll check. I don't, yeah. So we've actually beaten Baltimore two years in a row. Um, but historically, like the Ravens have been one of our biggest nemesis. It's been a nightmare playing them. Um, I mean, they've, I guess we finally beat a good team last week. I, some would dispute that maybe, but we beat a team with a winning record at least. Um, so trying for two in a row now. I don't have a, a whole lot of faith. I also just watched the Ravens kick the fucking shit out of San Fran Monday night. Oh my god, that was a bully job. Yeah, they bullied San Fran. So, which I don't know, glass half full approach that actually makes me feel good. Maybe they're coming in overconfident on a short week. But uh, no, nah, I mean I don't have a whole, I don't have a ton of confidence going into this game. I think. The smart bet's probably Baltimore, but I like that it's only I kind of like that it's only three. It's telling me that the Dolphins are a live dog, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
You think the Ravens are the play, though, probably, right? Yeah, I feel like the Dolphins can't really trust the Dolphins right now. But you're right. I like. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, you're trying to talk yourself into it, though. So I'm fading your fan brain a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think I just think the Ravens. It's a huge at, game. at home, yeah. Ravens clinch the division and the one seed if they win. And the Dolphins, if they win, clinch the division. And they wouldn't clinch the one seed, but they would be the one seed. Yeah, this is weird because you know you don't like we just we talked about earlier like you don't trust Lamar in a big game, but do you really trust two in a big game? I don't know. We haven't really seen him. Yeah, it's, anything at um, full health and in an important game. So pretty good. He's down let him down weapons. the field. Down let some down weapons. Yeah, yeah. That, to me, it's to me. It's the it's the Ravens. But three is one of those things where you never know. It could be, you know. 23 21 something like that so all right yep um san fran visits washington 13 point favorites yeah i mean i've been taking san fran for i feel like a month or two now i didn't take them this week only because they didn't cover last week mm. but i would take i would take san fran all right we're, we're, uh, a, minute. Yeah. we're at a minute right, and a half rapid so fire at, yeah rapid fire pittsburgh seattle seattle three and a half point favorites Ugh, Seattle, home. Yeah, Seattle's home. Yeah, yeah, Seattle. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like Seattle. Me neither. But I don't, I don't really like, like Pittsburgh. <laughs> we don't like any of these teams. Chargers at Denver. Denver's three and a half point favorites. I'm going Denver with the new quarterback Stidham. All right, let's see what he can do. Russell, enjoy the view uh, from your private bathroom. Green Bay. Russell Wilson. <laughs> Green Bay visits Minnesota. Minnesota's two point favorites on New Year's Eve night. I don't know this kid Hall. Um, I feel like Green Bay could be a little bit of a trap, though. You know, they, they feel trappy for weeks now, for sure. I'll take the Vikings home. All right. And that's going to do it for Sunday Poor for 2023. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Appreciate you spending the time with us. As always, Happy New Year. We'll see you next week. And Yeah, Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, We will talk to you next week. Till then, peace.